for a moment, I don't know how long, all of the universe was in one place. Then Ra initiated the Big Bang and time began. Moving forward, each minute dispersing the universe further and further in all directions. In an attempt to keep track of time on Earth, the first were shadow clocks, then water clocks, candle clocks, time sticks, and hourglasses. And then, around the 14th century, European monks invented mechanical clocks so they could remember to pray on time, and that's when things got noisy. fun to do an episode on the history of clock chimes. I know you love those bell tower classics. The Whittington chimes, the St. Michael's chimes, and of course, the Westminster chimes. But I realized that most of the sounds associated with time, even nice ones, are anxiety-inducing, and that's not what we're trying to do. You've got to perform a complicated surgery tomorrow. I appreciate you joining me in my basement again, where there is only one audible timepiece, a small wooden clock from my grandparents' house. When I brought it from Buffalo, I thought its digital version of the Westminster chime would remind me of them, and it did. But after a few nights of being woken up hourly, I removed the batteries and adjusted the hands to rest at a respectable time, 8.35. However, I carried it down here and put the batteries back in so it could keep me company while I think the episode through. Are there any clocks going in the room you're in? Or do you leave the TV on and know it's 7.30 when you hear the Jeopardy theme? There's only one window down here so if I don't have a watch, I can get a general sense of the time by how often the subway rumbles by a block away. Other noises down here include the hum of my furnace and the whoosh through the pipes when my upstairs neighbors flush crap down the toilet. But other than that, this basement is the quiet writing space I've dreamt of ever since I moved to New York in 1963. It's not a dusty spider basement. I got a couple lamps, a wood-scented candle, 
and a relaxing blue rug that covers the brown tile floor. In the corner, there's a hockey stick and ball so I can stick handle in small circles while I think. Keep the video games upstairs so I won't get distracted. What else? What else? There are some stacks of papers and books, but I try to keep my desk clear. There's just a cup filled with pens I like and Sarah's knife from the show. And yes, on my wrist is the dragon watch I bought for my trip to Miami. I wish you could see it. In December, I did some Florida shows with my friend Carmen Christopher. And in an attempt to get into the Miami groove, I went online and ordered us two oversized dragon watches. A gold one for him, silver for me. Both watch faces have a large gold dragon with fake diamonds instead of numerals. They cost $28 each, but we look like a million bucks. Better than any Rolex. I don't know what we were hoping for. Well, okay, I actually do. To meet some old Miami guy at a bar. Strike up conversation as our watches give the impression that we are also millionaires with stuff going on. And then he says, I don't usually do this, but would you like to drive my Lamborghini around the block a couple of times? I find Miami compelling because it's so different from where I grew up in almost every single way. The December day in Miami moves at a very different pace than one in Buffalo. By the time a person in Buffalo has shoveled the driveway in the morning, a Miami person will have done eight real estate deals. Everyone in Miami is either a real estate agent or Dexter. Just kidding. I know that there are a lot of honest, hardworking people in Miami. And though I hardly care about fancy cars or watches, they are trinkets. I do like Cuban coffee and swimming in the ocean. If you don't have your watch at the beach, you can actually approximate the time using the horizon line. Maybe you know this, but you can take a hand, face the palm towards yourself, and rest it on the horizon line. Take your other hand and stack it on top of that one. And uh, keep going. However many stacked hands it takes to get to the sun is more or less how many hours will remain until sunset. You know it's evening in Miami because that's when the slingshots come out. You know those cars with two wheels in front, one in back, and a middle-aged guy inside. Side note, I would love to see more women cruising in slingshots. Clubs and party bars aren't my thing either, but it is fun to walk around in the evenings and observe the scene. The night after our show, Carmen and I were walking by a popular nightclub. The line was large, but Carmen goes, I know how to get in. And, uh, 
Let's call Carmen so I don't get the details wrong. What's up, puto? What's going on, Carmen? What's up, buddy? How are you? When you told the bouncer you were on FX is the bear, <laughs> did you think it would work? Uh, not really, but I was down to well let's let's tell them let's tell them the, the whole story is that we should try to get into this damn club there's a huge line and we're like we don't want to wait in the line it's like two in the morning so we were like how do we get in what makes us like miami -y? and then i was like it would be funny if i went up to him and said hey man um I just want to let you know that I'm on FX is the bear. And I think that the people in there want me, would want me to, they'd be pretty excited if I was in there. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and, then, and you're not lying. You were on the bear. I am, but obviously I'm being a douche and like, I guess it's funny to us, but I don't know if this is funny to other people, but then what you, and then what you were going to do is you were going to show them a picture of you with Shaquille O'Neal. Sorry to cut Carmen short, but I feel I need to preface this. When he got shut down by the Italian bouncer who had never heard of the bear, it kind of became a fun game for us. As he said, Long story short, is I don't think we were going to get in based off of our looks. So I wrecked my brain as hard as I could. Then I went online and found the photo. I showed Carmen and he started to laugh. It was from an event called Upfronts for Turner Network in 2017. Basically, each year, the TV networks have a thing where they present the upcoming shows to advertisers in hopes they'll buy ads. I know, it's a hullabaloo and show creators and actors are more or less told to come parade around. The night before that, however, the first season of my show had premiered and we celebrated with crew, friends, and yes, some alcohol. So at 8 a.m. of Upfront event, I get up a little hungover, throw on some khakis, and arrive just on time. People are everywhere in suits and stuff. I hardly know anyone. Then the voice says, Joe, come here. I get pulled into a group and they snap a photograph. Later that afternoon, an adult swim person texts and says, that photo is one of the, f the funniest things I've ever seen. So I look it up and there I am standing with my eyes barely open next to the CEO, plus Shaq, Anderson Cooper, Tiffany Haddish, Chris Pine, Amy Sedaris, and basically every executive. <sighs> if you want to see the photo, I put it online at joeparrot.com slash the photo. What you're imagining is probably pretty good too. I had no idea at the time, but doesn't Shaq look like he could crush that man? I apologize for sharing a celebrity story. They are a low form of comedy and that's why I've never shown it before. Uh, amongst other reasons. But please don't worry about me losing touch. I'm humbled every day I descend to work. I literally work underground. That's another reason I like this basement.
Besides, I mean it when I say that the only people who are celebrities to me are my niece and nephew. I always want to know what they're up to. Can you say arugula? Aruga. <laughs> say it one more time. Aruga. Since I've degraded this episode with celebrity stuff already, may I ask, what are your feelings about Gerard Piquet? The Spanish soccer player who cheated on Shakira after two kids and 10 years of partnership. Personally, I'm split. I hate him for how he hurt her, but I love him because he set her free. Shakira supposedly caught him because the family's strawberry jam was eaten and she knows he does not like jam. So there are only two options. He was doing an affair or he was hanging out with Paddington. It's almost too charming a story to be believable. It makes a terrible thing sound quaint. Kind of like how during World War II, the Nazis stole 9,801 bells from Czechoslovakia. In the act, they stole their music, culture, and history. But stealing church bells also sounds like something the Grinch would do. And better news, the Czech people recently had a new 9,801 pound bell cast to commemorate the ones that were stolen. And this past summer, it was rung for the first time. Here's what it sounded like. Each bell gives not one, but five tones when struck. The hum, the prime, the octave, the fifth, and the minor third. See if you can distinguish them in this recording. As the tone of that bell rings out, let us dissolve into an apartment with a view of the ocean. Sunlight comes through the floor-to-ceiling glass windows. We are very high up. Almost all the decor is clean white. The floors, the walls, the rugs, and the sofa which is one of the largest you've ever seen. All this white interior is broken up by some modern art pieces on the walls and floor. The last thing you saw at a museum and thought, okay, that's a cool looking piece of crap. A rocking chair done in green chrome or a neon Homer Simpson, a big shiny piece of nothing. Other than a small bit of dust, there's not a single mark on the furniture, and the high-end stove looks as if it's never been used. No one can live here, can they? Nope. If you guess that we are in one of Miami's ghost condos, you are correct. Bought as an investment, but never used. If you walk by on the evening, the lights would be dark. 
Let's put something nice on the music player there. I would do one of those, hey Alexi, play blank jokes, but smart devices were banned in 2032. Not for surveillance reasons, but because they all kind of turned perverted. The year is 2060, and all of the luxury high-rise buildings, including this one, sit empty. The predictions were true. 60% of Miami-Dade County is underwater. You slide the glass door open and walk out onto a balcony. A gentle ocean breeze warms your face. You look down and you see that the salt water comes right to the base of the building and past it too. Everyone moved to Buffalo and were welcomed so long as they denounced the dolphins and accepted the bills. So, it's just us. The apartment is yours to explore, the whole building if you want. You can just sit on this balcony in the lounge chairs a hired decorator bought long ago. If you hold up your hand, the sun is a few fingers away from the horizon. There will be a Florida sunset soon. Yellow, orange, pink. But not yet, so I will share one final thought before I head to 1997. I think that's where the next episode about turbulence will begin. There is a piece by composer Gavin Bryars titled The Sinking of the Titanic, in which he has musicians play a hymn over and over. As the piece continues, though, the melody grows increasingly erratic and muffled, as if they were the band playing on the Titanic as it went underwater. It'd be funny if there was a piece called The Sinking of Miami, except it's just the Pitbull song repeated over and over. I know you want me, you know I want you. I know you want me, you know I want you. I know you want me, you know I want you. Pitbull does have an album called Global Warming. I listened to the whole thing hoping to find a solution or at least some guidance to share with you. But all I found were the lyrics. I know you want to give me a piece of that ass. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timeless. 
And if it's all right with you, let's end with that. Music by Michael Cormier O'Leary. Sound design and additional music by Ryan Dent. Produced by Grant Farsi for Chestnut Walnut. Thank you for making the show possible through your support on Patreon, but especially this month, Devin C., Mike V., James W., and Shakira. Enjoy the sunset, and I hope you have a good night.